Welcome to the third episode of Pit Pass NASCAR. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie is here. We are going to make a bunch of 2024 NASCAR predictions. This episode, next week, we will get to some news as stuff comes up, like the Stuart Haas rebranding, which was yesterday during the day, Monday. Yeah, it's a lot of PR stuff, really, but you know, it might be worth talking about just to have something to talk about next week. But as as per Frenchie and I tradition, we will start each and every episode with a non-racing racing question. So, Frenchie, you've got the list. Take it away. Yeah, so I have two for today. The first one is, what is something that you think everyone looks stupid doing? Something everybody looks stupid doing. Wow. A lot of things. A lot of things I probably can't say in a podcast. (laughs) But since this is a podcast, I will say. Oh, boy, I don't. Texting and walking down the street, like just look up and pay attention. You look dumb. You're going to walk into somebody. Am I guilty of it? Sure. But less so now that I live in the city because I don't want to get hit by a car. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it looks stupid because you're just like buried in something, not paying attention to where you're going. Yeah, exactly. So you're not walking normally. Yeah, I agree with you think for me the thing i think that everyone looks stupid doing is this probably, is a harder question than i thought it would be yeah it is i, I it seemed entertaining so i picked it but i hadn't thought yeah. about it really when choosing it i think most people look pretty stupid when they um trying to think of the word for it even like it's it's just like something you see people do it's when you know when people who have like longer justin bieber style hair like old justin bieber when they like do that thing with their head where they try to flip it out of their face flip their hair yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. i think it it looks really stupid trying to do that with people with like longer hair that gets in their eyes yeah and you don't just use your hand to move it out of your face and you like jerk your head to the side to do it. I think that looks really dumb no matter who does it. And that's a really specific pet peeve. So yeah. I don't know why I chose that. Good one. You've got a second question or you want to save it for next week? Oh, no, we can use this now. Okay. All right. In 40 years, what do you think from now that people will be nostalgic for? Wow. 40 years from now, what will people be nostalgic for? So in 2063... Probably something or probably something like Netflix, like because, you know, streaming stuff is getting so crazy now. There's so many different options like they'll miss the days when it was like, hey, it was either Netflix or Hulu or YouTube TV. And that was pretty much it. And so, yeah, that's my answer. I think people are going to be nostalgic for. Having basically regular combustion engines yeah yeah that's a good one we'll see what happens i'm hoping that the companies developing synthetic fuels that are clean will find a way to keep them around because you really can't beat the sound 
of a combustion engine, I don't think, but I'm worried that in the future we'll see kind of where we are with F1, where we long for the days of the pure combustion engines in just regular yeah. driving cars too. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, so here's how predictions are going to work. I have a list of about 12 to 15 of these. Some I might skip, not on the this the list you have, Frenchie, on, on the others that I, uh, the other ones I have put aside. So we'll just go through it. You can you can go first on the first one. I'll go first on the second one. We'll we'll take it. Yeah, you know, we'll alternate it from there. Frenchie will write these down. Maybe halfway through the season we'll revisit these, and then obviously at the end of the year we'll revisit these when I am crowned prediction champion of the NASCAR world. <laughs> so, all right, let's dive into it. Who is going to have a breakout twenty twenty four season? My choice for this was Harrison Burton. Okay, I think all right. He's somebody who's. I mean, he's in Wood Brothers equipment, but they've got that Penske affiliation. I mean, he's racing royalty, you could say, being the you know sure. the son of Jeff Burton. So, I think I was looking at his finishes, his stats. I mean, he's had a couple of seasons in NASCAR, but he hasn't finished very well. I think he's like 29th and thirty first in the standings, or something like that. Yeah. So I think he's got to break into the top 20, top 15, something like that. And that's going to be a better year. Maybe he'll, you know, get some top fives under his belt. All right. I am taking Chase Briscoe. I think Stuart, you know, not to talk about Stuart Haas again, but I, I don't think they can be as dismal as they were last year. So there's only one way to go and that's up. So I don't think they can get even worse. So I don't really have like a big, thought out reason in terms of this but he's been around a couple of years he's got some experience i think he can you know get to the contending for wins or at least you know top fives a little bit more regularly than he has in his career so far okay up next we're going to fly right through these this might not even be that long of an episode we are going to go with who will struggle in 2024 my pick is going to be denny hamlin all offseason, Denny Hamlin has just been talking, 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 talking. And he's unfortunately on the older side of the NASCAR driver age at this point. And eventually that catches up with you. And that doesn't mean he's, you know, ready to retire or grandpa age, but he's been so close to a championship, what, like four out of the last five years, pretty much, that I feel like there's going to be kind of a little bit of a regression, at least this year. Hmm. Okay. It's interesting one. I think the person who's going to struggle is Austin Dillon. I looked at his record from last season, and it was not great. Sure. And I don't think RCR is necessarily the place to be anyway. But when you've got Kyle Busch as your teammate, and he's getting, I think he got about three wins last season, something like that. Yeah. You're finishing way further down the order. Um, yeah. And you've already got that chip on your shoulder about your grandfather owning the team you drive for. I, I don't think that's a healthy psychological uh, place to be. So I don't think it's going to be easy for him. And I don't think he's going to do well. Yeah. I, I don't hate that one. I think that's, Yours is a better, yours is a safer answer than mine on that one. But, oh yeah, I don't think it's a bad answer. Okay, next up is a two-parter. We'll go with part A, 
you and then me, part B, you and then me. So we'll keep the same order for this one for both parts. The best now we're going to go full season here because I'm sure we'll have a bunch of part time rookie contenders. Who is going to be the rookie of the year? Your full season options as of now, unless something changes, are Josh Berry, Stuart Haas, Zane Smith, Spire, and Carson Hosevar, Spire. I think the safe answer that I have to pick is probably Josh Berry, just based on his equipment level. So I think that's who it's going to be for me. Can I can I pick the same on this one? Because Spire doesn't. Yeah, you can. In, Spire doesn't inspire ha 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 me on <laughs> any of any of these. So yeah, I will go with him. If I had to pick between the Spires, it would be Zane Smith, but I'm not picking. Okay. Who is your worst rookie in 2024? Who is who is going to just go, oh my God, why do they have a why do they have a seat? I think we're probably gonna pick the same one on this too. And I think that's gonna be Carson Hosovar. Yep. That was easier for a two-parter than I was expecting. Okay. Let's switch lists here, and I'm going to go to my list here. These are surprises, so Frenchie does not know what these questions are. We've done this one on the IndyCar predictions a couple times. What By midseason, what will the most annoying storyline be? Oh, that's really hard to predict. I can go first if you want. Sure, go for it. Okay. My my annoying storyline will be will Honda or won't Honda look to join NASCAR with the question mark over their IndyCar engine contract come 2026. Because I do know they've been you know they're definitely looking at NASCAR. So I think that storyline will start to heat up especially after the daytona 500 but i think that one's going to be one of the ones that you hear about more weeks than not that is just like oh my god like okay you know, when we find out we'll find out let's move on i actually figured it out while you were talking and i okay i think this is only going to be annoying not because it's not an interesting storyline but because we're just going to get hit over the head with it so many times and that's kyle larson running in the 8500 <laughs> Yeah, I just think we're going to hear that every single time that NASCAR is mentioned because it's kind of a historic moment. And sure, I think maybe it's going to get irritating, but I don't know. I mean, it's Kyle Larson running the Indy 500. It's going to be epic, but we're just going to be building up so much for it. Yeah. All right. Up next, you can go first. I'll give you a, a, a list of some of the options here and i don't know if you need to you know take a second to google it if there's any more i'm missing part this is for part-time drivers only Mm -hmm. who will the best part-time driver be now i have a a, a list here that's not probably not totally updated but we have brody kostecki he's going to be in four to five races for rcr and Erebus motorsports we have anthony alfredo for beard we have BJ McLeod for Live Fast. We have Jimmy Johnson, which is weird to say. Jimmy Johnson for at least three races. And we have Shane Van Gisbergen for some number of races, uh, four races for Track House slash Project 91. Does anybody on that list inspire you? I think the easy choice would be Jimmy Johnson, but I don't want to go with that. 
because that seems very predictable. I really think there's going to be some other people who jump in that Project 91 car. That'll be interesting. Like we saw Kimi Raikkonen. We saw who did, who did uh, Jordan Taylor race in Chase Elliott's car, right? On one of the road courses or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of stuff is interesting to me of like a part-time driver who I think is going to perform well. Jensen Button, isn't he maybe supposed to do something? Uh, I think that was just last year because isn't he in WEC overseas? Full-time? Oh, you're right. Darn. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think he's going to have time. I know he's doing the, the Rolex 24. At least I think that's what I read earlier today. Yeah, he is. Okay. Anyway. So I'm going to go with Brody Kostecki then. I think he's okay. a young guy who's, uh, I mean, just judging by how Shane Van Gisbergen was able to do, I think um, these guys who drive the Australian supercars maybe have a, not advantage, I would say, but they're extremely talented and that that talent crosses over to NASCAR well. Yeah, fair. I am going to take his fellow countryman, Shane Van Gisbergen, not because he won a race last year. You know, there's there was a little bit of luck involved and crazy weather, but yeah, I mean, I think he's just that talented that he is going to be able to you know, do very well. He's in a decent car as well, which I think is, you know, half the battle. So that's my pick for that one. All right, I'm up first next. What typical playoff driver will end up missing a spot in the playoffs? So I will go to my trusty list of drivers here and see my easy answer would be, well, I said Denny Hamlin's going to struggle this year, so I'm going to pick Denny Hamlin, but I'm going to hedge my bets and pick somebody else just to give myself some wiggle room to at least get one of these questions right at, at midseason or at the end of the year. And I'm going to say hot take, you know, I don't know if we need like a hot take alert sound for these episodes. If so, I can find something. My hot take alert is going to be Ryan Blaney will miss the playoffs. Whoa, that would be a very poor follow up showing from the championship. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Okay, I think mine's a little bit less of a hot take, I like to think, but maybe it'll be a hot take to some of our listeners out there. I'm going to say Brad Kozlowski. Okay. I think, I mean, he did pretty well last year, but I think, like you said, with Denny Hamlin, Brad's getting older. I think he's shifting to that team owner role like Jimmy Johnson has shifted to. And so I just think, like you said, we're going to see a regression and he's going to slowly kind of lose the edge there and maybe miss the playoffs this year and just I guess slowly transition away from full time. All right. I'm going to go back to my other list here, kind of on, on the same topic. I have two that I'm going to go to. Will we have a first time? Oh, this is actually one on my other list too. So we're going to, I'm going to save that one for a minute here. You're going to predict the playoff final four right okay. now on Tuesday, January 9th at five twenty one PM. Wow. Okay. This seems like almost a pointless exercise, but I guess 100% we can still do it. Um, so I'm going to pick. This is harder than I would have thought. Let's say Kyle Larson. He's a safe bet, I think. Okay. Let's also say maybe Austin Sindrick. I don't know. Let's throw that out there. All right. That's interesting. Uh, Christopher Bell. 
Okay. One more. And the last one's going to be Denny Hamlin. Okay. All right. I'm going to take Alex Bowman. I am going to take Joey Logano. I am going to take Chris Buescher. That would be my hot take one. And I will take Chase Elliott. Okay. Back to the list. I'm up first on this one, I think. Will a driver get their first cup win in 2024? If yes, who? If no, then you know, just go on. So I will say yes, and I am going to say it will be John Hunter Nemechek. He's going to luck into some sort of crazy win. I really wanted to pick... There's a couple other, like, even more dark horses that I wanted to pick, but I just don't think it's, like, totally realistic. At least Legacy is half-decent, and... Year two, I think they kind of got an upgrade in their partnership with Toyota on the engine front. So you should have a little bit more engine resources. So yeah, that's why. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say that Noah Gregson wins it. I'm going to say yes to and Noah Gregson gets a win. All right. All right. We have another two-parter here. Actually, the next... Yeah, just this one is, is this is our last two parter, best and worst overall team in 2024. So, Brunchy, feel free to start off with best, and I will jump in after that. Again, I didn't want to pick an obvious one, like one of the larger kind of dominant teams. So I'm going to pick one that's not really out there, but a little bit more, and I'm going to say Trackhouse. I think. I mean, obviously, they bought the remnants of Chip Ganassi, so that's not like they're coming out of nowhere. But I'm going to say them instead of like a Penske or a Hendrick. Okay. I am going to take... I'm going to jump on the Stuart Haas bandwagon and say they're going to be a dynamite team this year. On on the opposite vein, who is going to be the worst team this year, Frenchie? I had a hard time with this and I initially was going to say Richard Childress because I just feel like they haven't been good in a long time. But then again, they have Kyle Busch who I feel like can just pull results out and he's going to drag them up. So I'm going to say front row motorsports. Okay. I am going to take Spire motorsports. No offense to, I have a uh, more than one friend who works in or around the Spire camp, but the drivers don't particularly excite me this year. And that's what I'm basing it off of. So I apologize to all my friends. Don't hate me. You can hate me a little bit. But also, I think that team long run is going to be decent. I just think it's it's not this year. You know, they're maybe a year or so away from getting to that decent point. All right, let's see. Let me look at my other list. Nope, I've gotten through all of them, so I will go back to this one. Just a couple more. What driver or team, if you want to kind of go that level, will lead the most laps in 2024? So I wrote down both, so I have one for each of okay. these. Okay, go ahead. The driver, I think, is going to be Christopher Bell. Okay. But alternatively, the team is Hendrick. 
Okay. All right. I I agree with you on Hendrick for the team. I am going to say that. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. I'll take Chase Elliott. I think he's going to be motivated after kind of a frustrating 2024. And I don't think he was necessarily as bad as some of the numbers even look last year, but that's a story for another day. All right, we have a couple more on here. Cha- All right, so we did the we did the championship final four. Out of your championship final four, who was going to win the championship next year? So I'm going all in on Christopher Bell. Oh, I think okay. he finished what third and fourth in the last two seasons. Yeah, I think it's the other way around, fourth and then third. Yeah. So I mean, he's going to be in the in the hunt in the fight. I have a feeling. Okay. I who are my final four? <laughs> Who do I have as my picked, final four? You picked Bowman, Logano, Busher, and Elliott. All right. I'm going to take Bowman. Okay. All right. I am actually going to go back to my random list for things. Frenchie, I will go first, but you're going to need to pull up the 2024 NASCAR schedule. Okay. And what we are going to do... If I don't already is, have it up, I'm prepared. Uh, <laughs> we are going to pick the best non Daytona 500 race in 2024. And I will say that the answer is going to be. Hmm. I changed. I I wrote down one thing when I wrote this and then pick something else. I am going to say one of the Kansas speedway races. There's one. In the regular season, there's one that is the first playoff race in the round of 12 at the end of September. So one of those races, I, I think, will be our race, that, you know, the one that we look back at and go like, wow, that was, you know, that was a lot of fun. Okay. It's a pretty good one. I think 
I don't know. I'm a road course fan. I love the NASCAR road course races. So it's hard for me to pick between Sonoma or Coda. The ones that I'm kind of between. Ooh, Ooh or Watkins Glen. Oh. Right. Those are all hard. Um That's what let's she just said. go with let's just go with Coda. Okay. I hope you heard my inappropriate joke. Oh, I did, but you were talking about how we couldn't say certain things on the podcast. So I was trying to be Yeah. I I broke polite. I broke my I broke my own rule already on that one. Yeah, okay. I was trying to pretend I'm a different person than I actually am and not laugh at that. Okay. So fair point. I I think that was okay. Here's here's just a random one. I think I know your answer on this one. There obviously is no Bristol dirt race this year. Will will NASCAR miss that or will NASCAR be better that there are two Bristol pavement races this year? I like the variety. Do I think they'll actually miss it? No, but I think there are certain people who really love to see NASCAR doing something unique like that. So, you know what? I'm going to say yes, that maybe one of the Bristol races isn't as well attended because okay. people, people want to see that kind of novelty of a, of a dirt race. And a lot of these guys obviously do dirt racing on the side or came up through dirt racing. So sure. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to disagree with you. I hated that race. It was annoying. I just didn't think it was that exciting at all. So, no, that nobody's going to miss it in, in the slightest. Except me, I guess. I guess you. <laughs> Screw your thoughts. Okay, let me just make sure I didn't miss anything from the list There's here. There's one. Right. I yeah, have. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. First driver to... I, I think I have one more after this. First driver to get suspended right. for doing or saying something dumb. This could be on track or off track. Your pick. This was hard. I did not know who to pick for this. Same. But unfortunately, I'm going to go with Carson Hosevar because I think we've <laughs> seen him be very impatient and aggressive and make some enemies out there. And I just, I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to put himself in a situation where he's maybe going to get suspended. All right. Just trying to impress first year. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I get it. I am going to say Noah Gragson has not learned his lesson and does something <laughs> does something ridiculous. Uh, somehow I knew you were going to say that. I really didn't want to. But I'm more I, optimistic about him. I hope. I so. looked at the list of. I looked at. I'm looking at my list, and it's just. I'm. I'm sorry. You know, he's he's an easy pick right now. I hope he's learned. I really. I really hope he's learned. But I don't. Don't believe. It. I don't believe it until we get till. You know, until we're we're making our 2024 awards picks at the end of the season. Okay. So we we shall see there. I I want to do something like the best throwback livery for you know when they do the Darlington race, but do. we don't know what you know ninety percent of them are yet. So we can we can save that. I guess we'll you know listen. That's twenty five minutes of predictions. You got one? I have a question for you actually. Sure, go ahead. I mean, this is not really a, okay. a 2024 That's opinion, but like, which which car do you think looks the best? The Toyota, the Chevy, or the the Ford? I don't love the new Toyota. I don't hate it okay. as much as some people on Twitter do. Uh-huh. I think right now the Chevy looks the best. Okay, but like the only one I'm I'm really just not that keen on is the Toyota. And uh, even I, then, I love the new Mustang. I think it looks great. And then even, yeah, you're not wrong. And even then, when they have an actual livery on it, and it's not like the Toyota livery, it's not mm-hmm. it's not as bad. But 
yeah, that's that's a fair, that's a good question. All right, we'll wrap it. Yeah, nope. You're 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 finger wagging at me. Yeah, I just wanted to yeah. remind people to follow the show if they're starting to enjoy it. You stole and my to fun. follow both of us on social media. You want to give your your social media handle with your cool underscores in there that I tried to avoid. Yeah, I don't know why I. Oh, because if if I did if I did at Mike Jokum, I think that was my Twitter that got. Remember when my account got hacked a couple of years ago and I had to make a new one? And that one? can that can never be reinstated or like reclaimed as your handle? No, because what whatever it was, there's actually somebody who has it. It, it wasn't. I think my old one was at Mike Jokum, but there is an at Michael Jokum that has 15 followers, hasn't tweeted since <laughs> 2012. And even then it was like half of it was in <laughs> Russian, maybe. I'm not sure they message no that guy or that person and buy the handle. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather not. And there's a bunch of like, <laughs> you know, if I went to Mike Jokum, you know, there, oh, there's at Mike Jokum who has tweeted once on January 20th, 2012. What up, G? <laughs> what up, G? <laughs> dot, 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 dot. So, you know, so that was in a burner for you and they're following four people. Who are they? Pocket Gamer, The Biggest Loser and two actresses. Yeah, we just put whoever that person is on blast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He's going to get a bunch of random followers. Like, What the hell is going on? No, Don't that? follow that person. Follow the real okay. Mike. Jokum. OK, yeah. Follow Follow me if you want, which is Mike underscore Jokum underscore. Yeah, I just I want it to be like annoying to follow me. Like you have to type in an extra underscore at the end. Why would which you? Which is also that? I think that's also what my Instagram is. Let me look. Uh, yeah, I think I also made sure they're the same. Oh no my my Instagram is just Mike underscore Jokum, but you can't. That's, oh, that's fine. That is not a lot. You you, I that's in private mode, so I can screen my followers on Instagram. I think mine is two now. I'm M Goodyear 007 on both. You can guess yeah. why those three digits are there. If you want to talk about James Bond separately, we can do that. I'm trying to figure out. I used to be Frenchie on Instagram, but then I got rid of that. So, and follow Pit Pass NASCAR. There's also underscores in that one, I think, on Twitter. Yeah, on Instagram, it's Pit Pass underscore NASCAR. Twitter is just at Pit Pass NASCAR. Oh, but you're right. Okay. Before we go, also coming out this week, I was going to record like an intro for it, but I decided it just wasn't as I don't know, it just didn't feel right when I was listening to it. So coming out this week on this feed on the Pit Pass Next Car feed is the interview I did with Kyle Larson after the Pocono race, which was the third weekend in July. I did it on that Monday after the race weekend. So that'll be out in the next day or so. I have the Pit Pass NASCAR intro music put on to the actual interview. So I'm going to load that in tonight and this episode will come out and then we'll stick with kind of this Wednesday or Thursday theme for all the episodes going forward. Next week, we're going to get to some news. We... I don't know what else we're going to do. Maybe maybe we'll get some like fan submitted questions from our early listeners and just kind of go through those. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's a good idea because we'll get we can get some good questions from from, you know, just a couple people. 
So yeah, anyway, that's all I got. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend and we'll be back.